Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk, scrapping woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. Chad is not here with me today because I thought we needed to have some long overdue girl talk. Just us, you know? So I've recently been putting myself out there more and more in all different forms of media from this podcast to my blog, to my new YouTube channel, which by the way, you should totally go and check it out and subscribe to my channel. You can find me on there. My name is Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake, and I'm going to be posting a lot of awesome videos on there for how to start a business, how to grow a business, how to make it successful, what I've learned. And also I'll have some of my favorite inspirational life advice on there, how to live a happier, more fulfilled and positive life. So if that kind of thing um, sparks your interest, it'll be very similar to my podcast, just in video form form and um, a little bit more in depth and business focused. So go check me out on YouTube. Go subscribe to my channel. I appreciate all of the love and support. So since I've been opening up on social media and my podcast and blog and everything like that, I've been getting a lot of emails and DMs from women who are sharing their personal stories and getting comfortable opening up to me and telling me how I've been an inspirational part of their journey. And honestly, nothing confirms that I'm on the right path, like hearing your personal stories and how me sharing my tips and my struggles and being open and vulnerable with you guys has actually made an impact on your life. It's literally the best thing ever. And it means everything to me. And to be honest, it's the only reason I keep creating content and sharing my journey with you. Because if I didn't feel like I was making a difference with it or having an impact or you guys were not getting value out of what I was sharing, then what would be the point? I wouldn't get anything out of it. I wouldn't feel good about it. I don't really, I don't know. I don't think that people who open up about, you know, their own struggles and their own story and stuff, like they don't just share that just because, you know, they share it in hopes that it might help somebody or make a difference in somebody else's life 
or provide that relatability that, you know, I've been through this and this is how I overcame it. And then, you know, other people might be like, oh, I've been through that too. So hopefully I can overcome it as well. And um, I just think that it is so amazing. And, you know, I wouldn't, I literally wouldn't be able to continue doing this or have the motivation to continue doing it if I wasn't getting such an incredible, incredible response from my listeners or my viewers or my readers. So um, honestly, it's you guys are the reason why I just keep creating the content. And I love interacting with you and hearing your stories. And truly, truly nothing means more to me than reading those messages. So it's freaking amazing. And thank you guys so much for everybody who has reached out to me or emailed me or DM'd me. Um, I always try my best to respond um, to all of the messages and emails. Obviously, I am really busy, so I can't get to all of them, but I do make a really good effort to try to, and I love reading them. I do read every single one, so even if I can't respond to it or if I take a little while to get to it and respond to it, just know that I am reading all of them and they totally make a difference to me and it gives me all of the inspiration that I need in order to keep going. So it's amazing and I appreciate the love so, so freaking much. One thing that I've noticed in all of the messages and DMs that I've been getting, okay, a common trend keeps popping up in all of your stories and all of your messages that women have been sharing with me. And it's insane. Um, And it's on the topic of confidence. So it's about how they are struggling to find their own confidence. And I always get tons of questions asking how I seem to have so much confidence. And I get asked how, how can I do things that make me so uncomfortable? Um, For example, like getting on camera or like doing podcasts or opening up or being vulnerable or whatever um, with such confidence because they could never imagine doing that themselves. Or they'll be like, aren't you an introvert? Like, how do you have so much confidence? As if being an introvert is code for lack of confidence. Well, it's not. (laughs) But they just don't understand like what confidence truly is and how to get it. The topic of confidence was so freaking prevalent in all of the messages that I just had to do a podcast on it. I had to talk about it. I even dedicated an entire chapter in my new book that I'm working on publishing soon. And the chapter is called Confidence Isn't Key, It's Everything. Confidence is something that is lacking in so much in so many people's lives, yet so freaking essential to living your best life and especially running a successful business. 
Like you can't run a successful business or have a fulfilled and happy life without confidence. That's how important it is. So what exactly is confidence and what does it mean? Okay, so to me, confidence means not letting other people's opinions, beliefs, or judgments have any influence on my own self-worth. Okay. That is fundamentally my own personal definition of what confidence means to me. People often confuse confidence with arrogance or being stuck up, but they couldn't be more wrong. First of all, Um, being arrogant or stuck up is like when you actually believe that you're better than or more valuable of a person than another human being, which couldn't be further from any of my own personal beliefs or values. Still, confidence can make insecure people feel less than and in turn, they perceive you to be stuck up or arrogant. It is a misunderstanding, a miscommunication between what confidence is and what it looks like, and especially what it looks like to people who don't have it. So I always talk about how people project their own insecurities on other people, and that's how people end up being mean to people or, you know, putting you down or whatever, because they're taking their own insecurities out on you, which totally is not fair, but it's just what happens. That's why people are mean to begin with, because truly confident people do not feel the need to be mean or project their insecurities on other people because they don't really have any. They're just confident in who they are and they're confident in their own abilities and they don't need to put other people down to make themselves feel better. Truly confident people love, respect, and value other people as human beings and do not believe that they're better than anyone else. They simply just live their life in their own lane and are not phased by the judgments or opinions of others. So that is super important. They are truly confident in who they are and where they're going. Let me tell you, okay, confidence is not about knowing what you're doing. All right. It has nothing to do with knowing what you're doing at all times. There have been way too many times to count that I have not known what I was doing, but I always had the confidence in myself to make the right decisions. So I think that that is super important to know and to realize that confidence is not about knowing exactly what you're doing. It's about knowing and trusting in yourself that you are confident in your own abilities to figure it out and make a awesome decision at the end of the day. That's all it means. Confidence is about knowing that you ultimately have the power to figure out 
anything. It's about having strong values, morals, and integrity as your foundation to allow you to make the best decisions that you possibly can. So once again, it's not about knowing exactly what you're doing. Nobody freaking knows what they're doing. Okay. That is like cats out of the bag. That's some weird thing that people always think that they need to know what they're doing in order for them to go and do it and feel confident in doing it. Okay. I was held back for so long in my own life because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need somebody to tell me what to do or show me what to do or whatever. I was always very confident, but that held me back substantially because I thought that there were some secret answers out there that I didn't have that I needed to have. And it's just not the case. Okay. People don't know what they're doing. And if it seems like they know what they're doing, it's because they have the confidence to be able to make smart and educated decisions. That's it. That's the big freaking secret. Okay. So all I have to say to you is that if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Confidence is a skill, meaning it is something that is learned and practiced in order to improve upon it. So if you don't have it, then I suggest you go work on it. Like, now, it's a really important skill to have. It will change your life like in a million different ways, okay? So if you think of any skill that you could learn, like you could like think of anything and the more you practice it, the better you get at it. Okay. It's like, you know, my podcasts, the more I do them, the better I get at them, the more confident I am with them. Um, my videos, the more I do videos, the better they turn out. Uh, the more you practice your hobby, maybe you play hockey or maybe you like to paint pictures, whatever it is, the more you do it, the better you're going to get. Okay. So confidence is no different. It's literally a skill that can be built and it's up to you because you need to put in the time and the work to work on it and practice it every single day. Most issues that people come to me with can all be traced back to a lack of confidence, which means if you worked on developing and mastering the art of confidence, you would definitely have less issues. Don't get me wrong, okay? You would still have issues. I still have issues. Everybody has freaking issues, okay? You would just have less of them because the majority of issues stem from a lack of confidence. And I'm going to tell you specifically um, some of the key areas that you'll be able to identify in your own life. Like, hey, I actually do that. I need to work on that. Um, I'm going to give you some specific examples so that you can easily identify what having confidence looks like and what not having confidence looks like so that you can compare the two and hopefully start working on improving these areas in your own life. Let me know if any of these sound familiar, okay? 
You don't feel smart enough. You don't know what you're doing. You fear your competition. You're scared of what other people might think. You're scared that other people don't like you. You're afraid to fail. You're seeking advice from the wrong people. These are all signs you're lacking confidence in key areas of your life and your business that will most definitely hold you back from achieving any kind of great success. So let's get started. I'm going to focus on my key areas that I know that majority of women or business owners struggle with and you can you will definitely be able to identify um, a, at least a few areas in your own life that you'll be able to improve on um, and it's not about being perfect it's simply just about identifying your weak areas and starting to work on those areas and hopefully improve. So point number one is that you can literally figure anything out, okay? I learned this throughout my entire life of trying to figure stuff out. I learned that I was able to figure out everything, okay? When I look back on, you know, myself when I was younger and starting the business and getting my first store and then getting my second store and... I had no freaking idea what I was doing, okay? And it's so easy to look at somebody who is at the point where they're successful and they've achieved so much and be like, oh, like they must totally know what they're doing. And it it literally couldn't be further from the truth. In my situation, I'm only speaking on behalf of myself, obviously. I can't speak for anybody else. Maybe, Maybe other people did it a different way and that is totally cool too. Recently, I had just read, finished reading a book by Marie Folio called Everything is Figureoutable. And although the concept to me wasn't new because I had already kind of learned this concept on my own prior to reading this book, um, because I did know that everything was figureoutable because I had always figured everything out. So, um, but I do like reading books where even though the concept isn't new to me necessarily, it really reaffirmed that everything is actually figureoutable and it reaffirmed that what I knew to be true. And I just, it, it, it is so awesome when I learn something on my own and then I go and I read a book on it and I'm like, wow, it's so cool that I actually already knew that. It's just, I just find it so cool when that happens. So yes, you can literally figure anything out. So do not let the fact of you not knowing stop you from doing anything. My definition of confidence is simply your belief and trust in your own abilities. So it does not mean that you have to have all the answers for everything, but instead it is the understanding that if you do not know the answers, then you can actually rely on yourself to figure out the answers. This is also the best way to build confidence by being persistent in figuring out things that you didn't know before. So by doing this, it will reaffirm your belief in yourself that you have the power to find the answers. 
the longer that you stay in a state of helplessness where you simply tell yourself you don't know the answers or you're not smart enough or you didn't go to school or whatever excuses you're making. And without taking the necessary actions and figuring them out, then the less confident you'll be. Okay. So the more you stay in that state of helplessness, it is reaffirming the opposite and the fact that you don't know the answers and that you're not confident in your abilities. So keep an eye on that. And, you know, every time that you don't know the answer to something, ask yourself, how am I going to get the answers? Like, what am I going to do to figure it out and go and figure it out? Trust me, it's not hard. We live in an age now where everything is online, on the internet. You can literally Google anything and figure it out. So if you don't want to, or you just want to stay in that state of, you know, the victim mentality, then you're not going to have any confidence. I have personally developed significant confidence um, for myself from having to rely solely on myself at a very young age. So I learned that the only person I could completely trust and rely on was myself. And it taught me that if I didn't know what to do, that It was up to me to go and figure it out. No one was going to figure it out for me. No one was there supporting me or helping me. I moved out when I was 16 years old. I dropped out of high school. I literally relied on myself to figure stuff out. So I started gaining that confidence at a really, really early age. And then what happened was the more I figured things out, the more I was like, oh, wow, like I can actually figure stuff out on my own. And it gave me the confidence in being able to figure out future issues on my own. So you can kind of see how that works. Feeling like you're out of control and helpless only wastes time that you could be spending on actually finding a solution. Staying in a state of not knowing is actually doing the opposite and stripping you of your confidence completely. The quicker you're able to transition from a state of, I don't know, to a state of, I'll figure this out, is the key to developing the utmost confidence. I've had to rely on making my own decisions my entire life. So whether or not they were the right decisions is actually irrelevant, okay? Even when making a wrong decision, you will learn from it and be able to make another decision to readjust it to the right one, which actually builds your confidence even more. So when you make a bad decision, it's literally just a second opportunity to make the right one. For some royally effed up reason, women in particular struggle so much with a lack of confidence. I personally think it has to do with society wanting us to stay small and insecure because if there were more confident women in the world, then women would overrun society and disrupt our ways of living to its core. I mean... 
think about it, okay? I'm convinced that if more women tapped into their unlimited potential and armed themselves with unwavering confidence, the world as we know it would be changed. Do you agree with me? I feel like I am onto something here, okay? That's why I'm so passionate about helping women and men too, okay? But let's be real, most of my listeners are women. (laughs) Creating the lives of their dreams and stop letting crap hold them back. I know the power that a confident woman possesses. And let me tell you, the word I would use to describe it would be unstoppable. Okay, so my next lack of confidence statement that I'm going to say and share um, is I'm not as good as her. Okay. So this statement is such a confidence lacking statement and it is awful when you're playing the comparison game, um, especially as a woman, it is so disempowering and it is just, it's an awful habit to be in. So if there's any one of these to break, like, please break this one. Um, don't compare yourself to another human being on this planet. Okay. If you want to better yourself, the way to do that is to compare your progress to your progress you made yesterday. So you're the only one in competition with yourself. Don't feel like you're not as good as her or not as whatever as her or whatever. It doesn't freaking matter, okay? Intimidation is you perceiving someone as being better or above yourself, thus making you feel insecure and less confident in yourself. It actually has nothing to do with the other person at all and everything to do about your low confidence level. One key point that I always like to kind of ingrain in our brains as women is that collaboration over competition is key. So stop comparing yourself to other people and start admiring and seeing other people's talents and successes as inspiring instead of letting it make you feel insecure. Insecure people feel bad when they see others succeed or have things that they want, okay? Jealousy, hate, insecurity, secretly hoping they fail, these are all signs that you're lacking confidence. I encourage you to challenge these feelings and unpack the insecurities when they arise and change them into positive statements like, Wow, what an amazing woman. I love that she's achieved so much success. Heck, even reach out to people who make you feel insecure and tell them how much you admire them and wish them well. Break up a genuine, kind conversation with them, maybe even a friendship with people you typically might be jealous of and get to know them on a human level. You will quickly, quickly learn that you have much more in common with them than you actually think. When you're insecure and jealous, you're coming from a place of lack and not enough. Success does not and will not reside in that place. I guarantee you that. It is a weak, dark, lonely place that unsuccessful people dwell in. There's a quote out there that goes something like this. Dimming someone else's light will not make your shine brighter. 
And I love that. And I could not agree more. So the next um, confidence lacking statement that I hear quite often is I'm not smart enough. Okay, well, I guess I just have to ask you the question of what makes you feel not smart enough. Like, where the heck did you get the idea that you're not smart enough? Probably from our good old society where if you didn't attend an Ivy League school, you're basically a moron. Or maybe your parents were not very nice and told you this. Maybe a teacher, an ex-boyfriend, a so-called friend... Personally, I never really felt smart enough my whole life, and it felt like everyone confirmed my beliefs. I hated school, and my learning style was literally backwards from the way that our education system likes to teach. Even to this day, okay, when faced with a problem to solve, it's the running joke. My husband, Chad, and I will come up with the same or similar solutions. And when trying to explain the reasoning behind how we got to that solution, I kid you not, my way was totally freaking backwards in comparison to his. I'd say that his way of reaching solutions is much more quote unquote normal in the sense of how our public education system teaches children. Um, but my point is when we get the results in the same way, but very different ways of going about it. So, but who the heck cares how you get there? It's just so unfortunate that our education system is so flawed in the sense that if you don't learn in the traditional style, it will not work for you. Think of all the kids who are left out of that equation. I find personally, it's mostly the creative individuals like myself because our brains are just wired so differently and it's hard for teachers or parents to understand our thought process. Of course, when you're younger, you just chalk it up to not being smart enough. But looking back now, it was every single adult that didn't think I was smart enough who were actually the uneducated ones because, and I will tell you the reason why, is a great teacher or a great leader is one who can adapt their teaching style to match the unique needs of each individual person and not the other way around, okay? Meaning it is the teacher's responsibility to find a way for the student or whoever they're trying to teach or train to understand the content that they're trying to train on, okay? It's not the person who's trying to learn. It's not their job to understand it in a different way. It's it's totally all on the teacher or the leader who is trying to teach them something. No one else has the power to define your level of intelligence other than yourself, okay? You're in charge of how much and how often you learn. There's literally no excuse for you to feel like you're not smart enough with the insane amount of free information you can find online. As Tony Robbins would say, it's not a lack of resources, it's a lack of resourcefulness, meaning you're the only one holding yourself back. You do not need a formal education to build a million-dollar business. You can learn from the most reputable, reputable school that I like to call life just the way I did. Tuition is free and results are guaranteed. 
The next point on my lack of confidence is I'm scared of what they will think. First of all, who the hell are they? And second of all, why are you giving them the power to allow their opinions to control your freaking life? Oh my goodness. Like this is like probably one of the worst ones. Okay. The truest sense of confidence comes from not being phased by what others think. And I know it's hard to put this into action because as humans, our fundamental core need is to be loved. Okay. Which means that we innately care about whether or not others love us. So this will take some work to overcome. Whenever we are rewiring our primal caveman-like brain to negate its natural instincts and adapt a new, more practical way of being, it will take serious dedication. There is no candy coating that. It is hard. The best way I've been able to do this is by constantly reassuring myself that I know in my heart what is best for me. Also, though, it helps if you offer unbiased love, support, and open-mindedness towards others who may be afraid of what you might think of them. So try and think of it both ways. Think of it in the sense of you personally not caring what others perceive of you and you not projecting your judgments onto other people as well. Both are super important in developing your confidence. So practicing this over and over again is crucial to adopting this new belief of not caring what others think. Another thing that I found helpful is to surround myself with more people who are open-minded and supportive and who also don't desperately need to seek approval from others in order to feel validated. Don't underestimate the value of being around like-minded people. They'll fit your instinctual need to feel loved, and they will also provide you with a judgment-free zone where you can feel free to truly be yourself. It takes incredible, incredible courage and strength to follow your own path that has potential to disappoint your parents, to disappoint your old friends, or anyone in your life who thinks that you should be doing life their way. My advice is keep finding the strength and courage until you no longer need it and it becomes second nature to not care what they think. And my next point is, but what if I fail? You will fail. Okay. You absolutely will freaking fail at times. I'm not here to candy coat it for you. That's why my podcast is called Scrap the Sweet Talk because scrap it. It is baloney, bullcrap, and you need to know the truth. You will fail. So now that I have set the record straight, that it is not a matter of if, but when. You can expect to fail. And with that expectation, you can also prepare yourself for how you'll recover from failure and get the heck back up stronger and more determined than before. So if the question is no longer, what if you fail, since I just made it very clear that it's inevitable that you will fail, we can change the question to what if you succeed? 
seriously though. Like what if you actually succeed? I mean, it's more likely that you will succeed more oftentimes than you will fail. So why don't you just focus on the success and expect to fail and live your life that way? It's pretty simple and it works. Fear of failure is the is the exact thing that prevents the next great artist from inspiring you, okay? If Taylor Swift had a fear of failure, like there would be no more Taylor Swift music because she'd be like, oh, maybe I might fail. Like maybe they're not going to like my song or like whatever she would think, right? Um, it's, it's truly the thing that prevents the next great artist from inspiring you, the next great invention that improves the quality of your life, the next potential cure for cancer, okay? The next great anything, Fear, fear of failure is one thing and one thing only, and that is selfish, plain and simple. It is selfish because you're afraid of what failure means for you, your family, your ego, and your life. I encourage you to think beyond yourself and find purpose in what starting your business or sharing your talents with the world means for everyone else. For example, will your products help someone solve a problem for them, make them happy, create a memory for them that they'll cherish forever? All of which I feel my bakery business does. Had I been so selfishly consumed by my fear fear of failure Thousands of customers wouldn't have been touched by my stories, experienced my unique flavor combinations, which at times can be a little weird. I'll be the first to admit. (laughs) They wouldn't have been inspired by my creativity or made it a Friday family night dessert tradition. Okay. So if you're afraid to fail, then you're thinking too small and you're only thinking of yourself. In which case, I truly don't think you're ready to start or expand your business because I believe in my soul that you need to have a purpose beyond yourself in order to create massive, massive success and fulfillment. My next point of confidence or lack thereof is to beware of who you seek advice from. And the reason why I put this in the confidence section is because if you are a confident person, you know the right questions to ask and you need to be making sure that the person that you're getting advice from is somebody who has achieved more than you, accomplished more than you, and is someone who you would, ins- you would be inspired by like living life in their way. Reaching out for advice and help is one of the most important things you can do both in life and in business. Learning from people who are better than you at something gives you the opportunity to fast track your way to becoming a better person and growing your business. But, and this is a huge But this can also go horribly wrong and lead you down the opposite path, pushing you further and further away from your goals and what you're hoping to achieve if you're not careful. You need to be responsible for doing your research, asking the right questions, and making sure the advice you're getting is from someone who is ahead of you or further along in their own journey than you are. Unconfident people, people who lack confidence, 
they blindly go asking for tips and advice from anyone. They just don't do their research. They don't look at, you know, who they're asking advice from. And it's, it's a disaster. Okay. You're going to get the wrong advice. Like, why would you want to take advice from somebody who has clearly not taken their own advice? That's just weird. And that's something that unconfident people do. So don't blindly go asking for tips and advice from people without taking the time to find out if they're the right person to be giving that advice. Basically, open your freaking eyes and take a look at who you're asking advice from. It's shocking to me how many people blindly trust other people for advice on topics that clearly that person is not an expert in. And I do mean clearly, it's pretty freaking obvious. And by expert, I mean that that person you're seeking tips and advice from should be someone that clearly is doing a much better job than you are in whatever area you're asking them for advice in. I am sorry, not sorry if this offends anyone, but nothing pisses me off more than personal trainers who are not in shape themselves or life coaches that don't have their lives together. Be careful because just simply because someone identifies themselves as an expert in an area does not always mean that they are. Everyone is at different stages in their journey, and the best advice you can seek out is from people who are where you want to be, meaning ahead of you. Not people who are pretending to be, but people who are living proof of where you want to be. Look at where the people that you're looking up to for advice are actually at in their own lives. How much further ahead are they than you in that area that you're asking them advice on? Are they only slightly further ahead of you? Because if that's the case, you can expect to only get slightly further ahead. Are they significantly further ahead of you? Then you should expect to get significantly further ahead provided you actually take their advice. Trust me, okay? The people you seek advice from don't have to be Harvard graduates. And in fact, book smart advice is not usually the best advice anyways, in my personal opinion. Getting help to meet your goals in life is actually so simple. Just look for people who are where you want to be. Look for people who have the things you want to have. If you want to have a successful business, look for the people who actually have a successful business. Don't just go and get advice from someone who calls themselves a business advisor. Go to someone who is living proof that their business is what you'd consider to be successful. People who are further along in their journeys and have the things that you want to have are the best freaking people to ask advice from. All right. This brings me to my last point of confidence lacking statements. And this is more of a personality trait or an action. Um, it's just something that I find a lot of people do. And some people identify as it. Some people are like, yes, I am one of those. And it's a confidence lacking 
personality trait, if you want to call it that. Okay. It's, I, I honestly think it's more of like a skill that they've just developed this skill in this area. And I know for a fact that you can develop the skill in the opposite direction and overcome this as well. Okay. But this is people pleasing. Nothing screams lack of confidence quite like the awful habit of people pleasing. I don't really have a whole lot to say on this topic other than stop doing it. There is no one that ever succeeds by being a people pleaser. The word itself quite literally makes no sense because it's impossible to please all people. In other words, if you've created a habit out of pleasing people, You're setting yourself up for failure and a healthy serving of disappointment. People-pleasing is when you prioritize other people's needs and wants above your own. Instead, just learn to be a kind, generous, and intentional person where you make decisions based on feelings, facts, and the well-being of all involved, okay? That is the best approach. That's all you need to know. Stop being a people pleaser. It's not cute. It doesn't benefit you just as much as it actually doesn't benefit them. I know people pleasers are just, their heart is in the right place, but honestly, like you're just living your life trying to do something and please other people. And it is something that will never be accomplished. So you're going to fight an internal battle with yourself where you're, you're trying so hard to do something, but it's never going to happen. And it's just, it's literally the worst. Okay. And it just screams lack of confidence. So if you identify as a people pleaser, try to work on the skill of confidence. And like I said, you can still be, and in fact, I mean, you should be a kind and generous and intentional person. Okay. If you are not a people pleaser, it does not mean you are rude or that you don't care about other people's feelings. It's quite the opposite. You can still make confident, awesome decisions while not being a people pleaser, okay? Just simply taking their feelings into account as you make your decisions is more than enough. So stop the people pleasing right now because you end up not pleasing anybody. You're not pleasing the people. The people are not pleased and you're just making yourself miserable and less confident of a person. So that's it. Those are my key areas that I find that people struggle with confidence in. And I hope that by me sharing my tips and advice that it adds some value to your life and that you can start implementing some awesome and positive changes today and just be a genuine, authentic, and kind person and truly believe in yourself and your own abilities. And I know that you'll be on your way to growing your confidence and becoming a truly confident woman. And if you have any questions, send me an email, Rebecca at chickbosscake.com. I love connecting with people and I'm very passionate about helping people grow their businesses and live a better, positive, healthier, and happier life. As always, thanks for listening to my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, 
owner and creator of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton. Today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams today. Today.